Well, good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. My voice is back, by the way. Okay, last week I had a lost voice, so I'm back. Anyway, welcome to Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio on uh, the 28th of November, the Monday after Thanksgiving, 2022. It's a pleasure to have you here today, as well as it is to have a pleasure to have my guests here. I've got uh, my friend from Discovery Education here, Phil, Phil Nanny is here. He's a VP of corporate development and strategy over there. And he's brought with him a company that they just acquired. And that's called Pivot Interactives. It's a science company. And it was created by two educators, Matt Vonk, who's here, and Pete Bohasek. Both, uh, Matt is the chief science officer. Pete is the CEO and co-founder, as is Matt, excuse me, of uh, Pivot Interactives. And it's, it's for science, for education. Discovery just acquired it. Okay, so I want to find out the evolution of the company, how the guys went from educators to entrepreneurs, and then what uh, Discovery saw in it that's going to allow to get this incredible distribution. Okay, it's a good product, and we'll learn a lot about it. So Discovery Education, Pivot Interactives, and all this sort of stuff, we'll be talking about that today. I do have a cold, so bear with me today. We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say, everybody, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Okay, we certainly did, and happy holidays to everybody as we get into that season. A-Ed.org is where everything we do is located, the newest issue of our magazine, Equity and Access, all the podcasts are there, Teacher Retention, SEL, everything you can think of that we do in terms of equity, our American Consortium for Equity and Education. Please go over, check it all out, click through, read the magazine over at ace-ed.org, our magazine, Equity and Access. <clears throat> it's an excellent and new issue over there. So I hope you enjoy everything we do. Without further ado, let me bring Actually, that rhymes. Okay, let me bring on, okay, my guest. I'm going to start with Phil. Hi, Phil. Welcome back. It's Larry here. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How you doing? Well, I might get a call to tell you the truth. Okay, but otherwise, I'm fine. I live in Maine, and I know the guys are in Minneapolis, so they're used to colds. How's the weather down in North Carolina? Uh, probably a lot better than where you guys are, to tell you the truth. It's pretty nice here. Thanks a lot, pal. I appreciate that. That's enough out of you today. <laughs> Move right on there. Let's go to the really nice people up in the cold country. Okay, Matt, you there? Yep, I'm here. I'm in, I'm in Maine, Matt. I'm in Maine. So, you know, what can I tell you? Okay, Matt, yeah, welcome across, to the show, Matt. Bar, Chief Science Officer, yeah, CSO. <laughs> How you doing? Great. Yeah, I've been cross-country skiing already this year. You Say it again. I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. Say it again. Oh, oh, I've been cross-country skiing already this year. There you go. Actually, we don't have any snow at all here in Maine, none at all, okay? But where where did you go cross-country? Right in Minneapolis? Right in Minneapolis, yeah. There's a beautiful park. And, and, and you had snow, enough snow to go cross-country skiing? It was barely enough, and I uh, yeah. I bit it a few times when I hit a trail that I couldn't see that had gravel on it. But uh, other oh, than wow. that, it was great. That's terrific. That's terrific. Terrific. And it's only going to get worse. Trust me on that. Okay. Pete, how's your, <laughs> how's your cross-country skiing doing? Pete, by the way, I'm Larry. Call me Larry, guys, please. Great. Okay. Thanks, Larry. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have not been out on, on skis yet, but I was out on my winter, my winter mountain bike with studded tires in the snow last week, and uh, it was glorious. <laughs> Phil, are you hearing all this down in North Carolina? Are you hearing all this? I'm suddenly reconsidering what I said. It sounds like you guys are living a pretty good life relative to me down there. <laughs> as, as I always like to, as I always like to say, ask us again in February. 
Okay. That's right. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I love the mountain bike with the studs. It's just great. I want to start off, okay, talking about pivot interactives. And you guys, and if I read this correctly, Matt and Pete, I'll I'll go to Matt here. Matt, you you guys were both educators, and you came up with this company? Is that that the story? Tell, Tell me how it all came together. Matt, yeah, so. yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I'm a professor at the University of Wisconsin River Falls. Oh, uh, Peter is graduated uh, there. Wow, no kidding. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. Small world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Peter is a high school teacher just across the river in the in uh, Minnesota, and we were uh, trying to solve problems that we saw in our own classrooms um, because we wanted students to be active. We didn't want to just talk to them, like lecture at them. We wanted to give them an opportunity to kind of explore phenomena on their own. Um, But that is hard to do sustainably and scalably. And so we were looking at at ways that we could do it in a way that we want to do year after year, hour after hour. Um, And uh, Peter started making these videos that were based on real phenomena that were just really interesting to look at, um, but recorded in a, in a way that was different than anything else that was out there. Like there are a lot of. I agree, by of, the way. I went to the website. I agree. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's tons yeah. of videos out there, but so many of them are just kind of a, a fancy high-tech packaging of the old pedagogical model of lecture. Like, I'm going to talk at you. I'm, you just sit there and absorb it. And we know from educational research that that is just not effective. It's about time we learned that after 3,000 years. Go ahead. You're exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took us a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it took us a while. But now we're on the right track. Go ahead. Like, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. I love this. And, and, I mean, we all love to kind of – fiddle around and play with things and and try things out. And so um, over time, we were able to kind of capture that same exploratory nature um, in the technology that we were making. And so uh, Peter is like a phenomenal videographer. uh, And so he makes these phenomenal uh, activities that students can actually change parameters in the activity. So we'll run a chemical reaction many times, and then we'll change the pH, we'll change the temperature. And so students, when they're using that, they can say, oh, I just saw this chemical reaction. I wonder what would happen if. Um, And then they can change a parameter and see how that affects the result. Wow. And what what are you a professor of, Matt? What are you teaching at, at River Falls? Physics. We're teaching. Uh, Both of our backgrounds are physics. Um, I've also, I I teach a lot of electronics and also astronomy. Oh, well, I love astronomy. I don't know as much about it as you do, but I I love astronomy. That's really cool. Okay. Pete, I wondered, it's amazing. I was going to ask about the videos. Okay. And you're a Mm -hmm. high school science teacher, high school physics teacher, obviously, right? That's right. That's right. Yes. And are you still teaching? I still teach a little bit. We have a lab uh, in the high school where I used to be a full-time teacher, and in and that lab is where we still make the videos that we use. And we have students work there as well as our as well as our staff. And I work with the students in there. So it's it's teaching. It's not a traditional classroom. I, to be honest, I, I miss that, and it's one of the yeah. one of the uh, 
changes that I'm, I'm hoping that this acquisition will bring about is I want to get back into the classroom more oh. because I think it's, um, it's vital to, to what we're doing because it's in the classroom that we can really see what the challenges are and we can really see when we've got something that's working. I think without observing the students, it's tough to know for sure uh, whether what we're doing is working. Well, it looks like it's working. I was over at the website. It's pivotinteractives.com everybody and you need to go over and I was going to mention these incredible videos that I was watching okay which, which is just, which are just amazing and which brings me when you talk about pivot is it for high school or is it for what what level are we talking about peter yeah, that that yeah that's a good question i i'm uh, as you mentioned i'm a high school teacher and i taught yeah. uh, mostly 12th graders physics I, i've taught every age of high school but at the time that we started this i was teaching 12th graders and so it's quite similar to the level of students Matt was teaching. You know, many of his students were freshmen, so just a year of difference in age. And so That's we really right. started there. But we, what we found as we did it is that this idea of interactive video like really scales easily to both younger and older students, to students that are learning more fundamental parts of science and more advanced science. And so we've mostly scaled towards younger students, and we're really curious hmm. about scaling younger still. So I, I was working on an activity this weekend that I think is really appropriate for students that are, you know, sixth or seventh grade and allowing wow. them to explore things that just they just normally would not come in contact with. Well, I think what you're doing is, is fabulous. And how long has Pivot been around? Pete, I'll stick with you on this one. Well, Pete. we started making these videos. Videos we started making in, in uh, about 2010, and we got wow. some research funding from National Science Foundation in 2012. Matt wrote a research proposal, and uh, and that was really the beginning of like our formal work on it. It wasn't called Pivot Interactives at that point, and that was really key because we wanted to find out if this actually, you know, was it just our enthusiasm that made students use it, or were they actually <laughs> learning something that they didn't learn by the other methods wow. that we were using. And so when we got the results of that study, it really showed that there were significant differences uh, in, in how much students learned. Yeah. That really got us motivated and kind of got us on track yeah. to saying, well, how will we scale this? How will we get this out to as many students as possible? And so I think we incorporated in 2016, uh, launched the platform in 2017. Wow. So it's, it's just basically four or five years you've been in business and you've just been acquired by Discovery. That's great. Yeah, that's fabulous. And yeah, I know, what you, yeah, it's what you should be, and you, you worked hard for it, and I think it's fantastic. And I'll, I'll ask this, Pete, did you, obviously you left teaching to, to run the business for a while, right? Am I correct? Yes, Re honestly, reluctantly. I mean, I, I, it's not oh, to I, say I, I don't I, love my job. No, I, no, no, I absolutely I'm leading to something. Just, just, yeah, when did you leave teaching? I'm curious. Well, it was gradual. So, in, in yeah, it was gradual, and I didn't. I, I I taught the last traditional class two years ago, so I was still teaching traditional wow, classes, okay. but I scaled from full time to you know twenty percent, or sorry, eighty, sixty yeah, down yeah. until in the last year I was still teaching one class. Right, and I really, and now you're going to go back into the <clears throat> be, go, eventually go back into the classroom. God knows we need science teachers. And Matt, are you teaching full time at the university? I was teaching full time, but this fall I went half time. Uh, so I mm -hmm. have at the university that's that's one class, um, which is great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoy. It. That's great, and we need great teachers in the classroom. But I, I but and I, this is the point that I was going to make. We need great teachers, okay? But education is changing, all right, and we need great tools to teach it. 
because, right. frankly, I have to be honest here, we don't have a lot of science teachers in the pipeline, okay? We need good tools to teach it and keep kids engaged, and I have to say, te- keep teachers engaged as well. And you guys should That's be right. very proud of what you did and what you are doing, okay? There, you don't need to make any excuses for leaving the classroom for a while to create what you did, and just <laughs> goes to show how smart teachers are. Okay, and they can be entrepreneurial, okay, and they can make all this work, okay? And again, the impact you'll have will go far beyond the classrooms that you were teaching in and are teaching in, I might add, okay? It'll, it'll reach across the whole country, okay? I'm moving my hands. It's a little bang was against the microphone, okay? <laughs> right? But it'll go across the whole country. Think about the impact you have now, okay, as opposed to what you had five or six years ago. Just think about that. Yes. Okay. And yeah. every yeah, teacher exactly should right. think about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm real, you guys should be really proud of yourselves. Okay. Which Thank brings you. me to Phil Nanny. Hi, Phil. I want to get back to you. Hey, Larry. Hey, buddy. Okay. Phil, this is a great product, obviously. And I'm, I'm going to tell people again, go to pivotedinteractives.com and look at these videos. They're, they're, they're immediately engaging. I have to tell you, they're immediately engaging. All right. So, Phil, how does Discovery find out about Pivot? And what do you, what, what, as you go about the process, how do you see it fitting into what Discovery does? Just go over those details, please. Yeah, appreciate it. So, there's a, it's funny. I, you know, I'm one person, and so I, well, I try my best to go out into the world and see what teachers are, <laughs> really, are using and really enjoying. You know, the reality Bre- is breaking news. Phil is impressive. one person, ladies and gentlemen. Phil is breaking news. <laughs> You heard it here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the reality is I rely on people within discovery <laughs> education. So, you know, here, uh, our, one, of our, one of my colleagues was speaking with Peter and Matt about potential content partnership. And when she passed it on to me, it was kind of immediately evident, like it was to you, this is something you know, pretty different, pretty, uh, pretty interesting, and something that might fit pretty nicely within our portfolio. And so that was yeah. really the start to a, you know, a, a year-long uh, dialogue with Matt and Peter trying to figure out if this is something that, that might work for everybody. That's, that's, where, that's, where, that's where, where, where did she stumble on them? Did she go to NSTA or how'd she stumble on them? That's a good question. P- Peter, did you reach out to Robin? Do you remember how that Peter? originally started? Uh, that is a good question. I, you know what, <laughs> Philip, I'm not sure I remember exactly who, I remember Robin, but I, I am not sure. I, certainly have reached out to a lot of companies to try to form partnerships, but that initial contact, well, we should ask Robin. Wow. Yeah. We'll, well get back to you, Larry. Yeah. I, I, actually, I, I really like to know. And again, this is all important. We have a lot of teachers, okay, who are listening, tons of teachers who are listening, okay? And, you know, this is important, how you make these connections, how you can understand that, that you can have a greater impact not only in your classroom but beyond with the wonderful things that you're creating all right and i think what you guys did is is, is <laughs> i think it's phenomenal for goodness sakes so now what happens phil okay now pivot is part of discovery yep. okay how's it how does it how does it fit in from there and you heard the guys talking they're thinking of getting down to the maybe the sixth grade level lower middle school etc okay how's it all fit in with what you guys do what do you do now as, as discovery yeah well, how's it work well, maybe for, con- maybe for context on that, the answer to that question, let me provide a little bit of kind of like you know, why pivot for DE, because that sort of leads yeah, nicely into where we're going with it. And you know, the guys have heard me say this before, but we, we look for you know, three, 
fairly simple things uh, on the surface, you know, people, product, and impact. On the people front, uh, you know, I, I appreciate you letting me go second after them because that one becomes fairly self-evident after hearing the guys yeah. talk. I mean, we look for people who are you know, hardworking, of course, ethical, of course, but you know, probably more, most importantly is just a genuine passion for making a difference in the classroom. And these guys, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't set out to be entrepreneurs, right? They, they, they were trying to solve problems yeah. and for, them, for their own classrooms, right? And that's exactly what they did and kind of then became entrepreneurs. And so it was just a really, really great fit from that perspective. And then beyond that, they're just wonderful people, both them and the rest of their team. And so we couldn't be more excited about having them join, you know, the BE community. Uh, you know, me and a couple of our colleagues got a chance to spend some time in the lab that Peter and Matt were talking about. It is, uh, it is so cool. I think I told multiple people there that I would intern for them uh, next summer. Yeah. I, I think it's so cool what they're doing. Um, and I, and I, by the way, I, I mean that too. I mean, it's so awesome. <laughs> That's great. Um, on, on, the pro- on the product front, you know, a couple of different thoughts there. You know, one, when you think about DE, you know, kind of from a zoomed out perspective, we have a platform strategy where we're trying to provide a, a single spot for teachers to go to get what they need for their, for their classroom. And so that's content, that's curriculum, and then it's classroom engagement and administrative tools. And Pivot yeah. fits really nicely into that, that curricular bucket. And for us, you know, the, the gap that it fills in our portfolio is, is kind of self-evident, digital interactives. Today it's in high school, you know, over time, as Peter mentioned, we'll bring it down to other grade levels. Um, but then it's also, you know, it, it goes beyond that. So really it's completely different from the alternatives that are out there in the ecosystem. So, you know, without naming names, you know, the, the primary competitors are animated um, illustrations uh, mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. phenomena yeah. that they're looking to study. Yeah. Whereas Pivot, they're showing the phenomena like, in practice. It's a real-life video Absolutely. Uh, of the phenomena, of, of the experiment. And you know, beyond that, as Peter was talking about, it's not just watching a video and then kind of writing something down on a worksheet. Like, they're actually engaging with it. You're changing temperatures. You're changing pHs, as Matt said. And then you're seeing in real life what's going to happen with that experiment. So that's totally different than seeing some animation of, you know, a pulley and a weight going up and down, right? Like, this is real life, and that's super, super cool and fits really nicely into the DNA of discovery education. Uh, and so that was kind of a big – and by the way, from a business perspective, that's a massive moat. I mean, it's taken them years and years and years, and I think, you know, Matt and Peter were probably being modest when they said, like, it takes a couple of videos. I mean, some, some cases, these are hundreds of video permutations of experiments. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you know, they're it's not amazing. easy things to do, and so it, it's really, really cool. Um, and then from an impact perspective, two points there. One is what kind of impact we can have in the classroom. And then the second is what kind of impact can discovery education have on the business. So in the classroom, and the guys alluded to it a bit, but, you know, I think all of us in a perfect world would love all science to be taught with, you know, hands-on, you know, actually experiencing in real life on a table the phenomena that you're studying. But there's, you know, implementation issues that, that come up with that. There's, these are complex and time-consuming. Um, and then, you know, probably more importantly, they're expensive. Like, it's expensive to buy science kits, and there's an equity of access sure issue is. there in that not all schools and districts can buy this. Right. And so when you kind of go to the reality of the situation, like, of course we'd want that, but not everyone can have that. And, of course, you'd love to use it every day, but the reality is you can't. And so Pivot solves a lot of these issues for the classrooms and provides real equity of access to really high quality, really engaging uh, science experiments yeah. um, that is just very differentiated from the competitors. So, like, the impact is real, it's genuine, and, like, these guys are living it because they are teaching with it. Um, from the discovery education standpoint, you know, they've scaled the business really impressively with kind of via word of mouth to date because the product speaks for itself. They hired their first salesperson earlier this year. 
And you know, it's just making a, a wonderful difference. But you know, discover, and discovery education looks to add more fuel to that fire through our existing oh, yeah. sales force and distribution networks. <clears throat> and the reality is, yeah. we've been doing this for 20 years, and so we have great relationships. And so we hope to inflect the growth of the business. But with that, becomes the need for infrastructure. And you know, we're fortunate in that we have a lot of really talented people that kind of help support uh, the growth of our business. And that 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 uh, that infrastructure is expandable to support the growth of Pivot. And so we bring kind of distribution infrastructure to the table to allow us to inflect the growth of the business. So, you know, that's kind of the backdrop for the question. Now, I, after a very long-winded set of context, Larry, that was sorry, good. I'll get to kind of answering the yeah. question. Um, and so now we're looking to execute on that, right? Like we're looking to kind of allow our infrastructure to support their business. So it's a lot of yeah. really, really important stuff that no one kind of outside sees happening. It's CRM, it's accounting, finance that we have you know, wonderful people that will partner with the Pivot team to kind of put them on our infrastructure and then get the product in hands of our distribution networks and kind of help get the word out on the impact exactly. that could happen in the classroom. So, you know, that work's going on right now. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's, it's a geometric progression here of the impact this thing is going to have once they link up with you guys. And, of course, once they do that, what happens, Matt and Pete, I know this from other people uh, that have worked with Discovery, you, eventually you will be absconded in the middle of the night to a special island they have in the middle of the Pacific <laughs> where you'll have no say on anything anymore. Okay? They, <laughs> they do drop food and water every so often, so good luck. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're really wonderful people to work with, and it's, it's incredible. I have to ask you, I'm good at Matt. Well, I don't know if you know this, or Peter. I'm going to throw it to you. How did you learn how to market the product? Okay? You know, having a product <laughs> is great, and, 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 and having it in your Minnesota and right across the river and River Falls classrooms and maybe to a few teachers is wonderful. Okay? But you guys started to get it out there. How did you learn to do that? I, I, I don't know if it's Peter or Matt. Okay? <laughs> One of you answer. Uh, Peter, go ahead. Uh, Okay. I think that's a really funny question because we, uh, we really did not. That's probably the greatest area of lack of understanding that, that Matt and I shared coming into this project. We really thought that, uh, you know, that teachers would take one look at it and they'd figure out how to come up with the funding and they would, and they would buy it. And uh, we really <laughs> underestimated how difficult it is to get a product like this into the market. Yeah. And uh to be honest, the, the thing that made the biggest difference in in the survival and success of Pivot Interactives was the was the the COVID pandemic, uh, because oh, up until wow. then our sales were were quite low, and uh, I, it, our survival was was in question as a company. Like we we just didn't have the knowledge and the resources to do the kind of marketing that that Pivot uh, needed because it is very different uh, than than what teachers are used to using. And Agreed. during the, the COVID pandemic, there were, you know, everybody had to teach online and there were just a small handful of solutions. And as, as Philip said, we were the only one that was, that was video-based and not animated. And so we had this massive influx of, of new business. And now Pivot was not built for remote teaching. It wasn't, that's not what we intended it to be for. It was to enhance the teaching we were doing face-to-face -face in our classrooms. But it works remotely. Exactly. And so, exactly. so that was really a, a catalyst. And so what, what happened was that a, after that, after, you know, we had, I don't know, a million students uh, using Pivot Interactives, you know, we had, think about I that. think we went yeah. from about 1,000 a a thousand users a day to 50,000 users a day just oh, within the span geez. of a few months. And, uh, and, and what happened after that was that teachers at the end of the yeah. pandemic, they, they said, you know, I'm not sure if I want to go back to teaching without Pivot Interactives because I, I now see what it what it does. And so 
that was this, you know, step function in our, in our Why should they? In Why marketing. should they? And so, yeah. and, but they didn't they know back? that before, well, beforehand. Yeah. And even, yeah, and, and, and there were, there are teachers who said, oh, that, you know, who said, I am going to go back, uh, you know, now that it's not, uh, we, we are all face to face, but the majority of them have actually stuck with it. Well, I, I, I can't imagine why they wouldn't. Okay, it works. I'm just going to say it that simply. It works. It's quite obvious it works. Okay, and it's very, very, very unique. All right, and I have to say this: it's another good thing to come out of that lousy pandemic. Okay, yeah. and and again, I'm going to say what I said before: education, teaching is changing. We need all the tools we can get. And while yes, it is better to be in a classroom, things have changed, and people in I'll use my state in the up way away upstate Maine can't find that great physics teacher. Okay, but right. this will get the kids to understand it. Okay, and they can do it on however they want to link up to it or use it in the classroom. It works. It's it, the world so, is changing. Your stuff is right on target, guys. It really is. But I have Larry, another question. No, go ahead, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, well, I was go. sorry, Larry. I I was I think you're exactly right, and I and I think um, one thing is that this I Bill? Is this we Bill? find it. This is Peter. This is Peter. Oh, Peter. Sorry, okay, Peter. That's right. Um, the idea that teaching should be hands-on. So this is exactly the, the problem that Matt and I were running into, and I think many teachers do, this notion that, like, oh, if I'm a really good teacher, I'm going to figure out a way for my students to be able to learn everything hands-on. And the fact is that there are so many inherent limitations that you just can't. Even, even if you had optimum conditions, there are so many phenomena that just resist being able to be captured in 45 minutes on a classroom in, in, yeah. in a lab. And that's where we really, where we've really focused and found the biggest gains is, you know, if you're looking at biology and you want to see how an organism responds to changes in its environment over time, there's just no way to do that in a classroom, you know, ever, because those processes take months. And we can, we can capture those on video or processes that take a, a millisecond. We can capture those on video wow. too. Uh, <laughs> things that are very large or small or, you know, you can only see them in a microscope. So really what we've done, what we've, I think is the most exciting part is we've just expanded the range of what kinds of things students can have access to. And at the same time, it doesn't matter whether you're at a, at a, a small school that has lots of resources or a large school with few resources. Either way, you're, those students suddenly have access to these things that they wouldn't otherwise right. in the classroom. That's right. And this is, you're, 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 there was no pivot. Believe me, when I, when I was in school, in fact, there was only half an alphabet. It was so long ago. Okay, we were using clay tablets. All right? and, 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 you know, and when I was taught science, and I like science, but I just got lost with it. And, you know, if I had only had this stuff, it, it would have been a lot different. I have a, I have a question. I must ask this, okay? Uh, Matt teaches, you teach freshmen, did you say, at, uh, at River Falls? University of Wisconsin, freshmen? Many grade levels, but including okay, freshmen, yes. Okay. How are the kids doing in science? When you're a freshman, you're not, that's not your major. They're taking a generic science, I would imagine, okay? And you see the kids as they come out of K-12, suddenly you've got them. Talk to me about those kids. How are they doing uh, in science? Speak the truth. It's, it's, this is why we need pivot interactive. <laughs> this is what I'm leading to. Okay, speak the truth. Uh, I think it's been hard. I think the pandemic took its toll on science learning uh, in the same way that it took its toll in a lot of other areas. So, yeah, I'm definitely seeing students coming in 
um, that for whatever reason, whether it was the pandemic or not, um, need kind of uh, basic instruction. Yeah. And so I try to not assume that they come in with a lot of prior knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. How they do it in science. And I know you're a good professor, but how they do it in science. <laughs> I'm leading it, to something. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a mixed bag. Some, some students you can just see are doing well. Um, otherwise, other students are kind of struggling a little bit more. Yeah. And, you know, the truth of the matter is we've been emphasizing and we need to emphasize, continue to emphasize STEM, science, technology, engineering, math. Okay. hundred percent. Yep. Yeah, we, we do. Okay. But who wouldn't be in favor of that for goodness sakes? However, we need to teach it. So not just the people, everybody has to understand it. You know, there's some political stuff. Oh, we don't like science. They don't like science because they don't understand it. Okay. And when they can see it, okay, and they can see the changes and then see what science does, it makes all the difference in the world, okay? And these kids that were, were, were getting through K-12, good teachers like Pete, okay? But it's everybody goes into the colleges. We got to make sure that they're ready and all that. That's why this stuff is so important. You can take it down into seventh grade. I think that's phenomenal. Sixth and seventh grade, I think that's phenomenal, okay? And so well, one so thing that I've really... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Uh, well, one, just one thing that I've, I've uh, recognized is that many things in science, if you describe them, sound hopelessly abstract and complicated and, like, just hard to wrap your mind around, um, especially if you're one of those students who, who doesn't come to science naturally. Um, and yet seeing the phenomena, just being able to watch it, and I, I feel right. like... Many, many students feel like they have agency, like they, oh, then they get it. Like they, they, that really helps them in a way where if the, if the instructor starts a unit by writing an equation on the board, like that, that turns a lot of students off. You're, you're talking to one, me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Okay. And I, it was never put into it. I am a visual person, okay? Even though I do podcasting, I'm a visual person, all right? And when I was taught, it wasn't visual, so it's hard for me to grasp, and I'm not alone, all right? Yeah, you're I, not alone. Not, a lot of yeah. students are in that same boat, yeah. Yeah, it, it's well, just... This, this is Peter, and I was just going to say, it's, 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 it's really everybody. I mean, I, I think that there are very few... Uh, people, I, I mean, I shouldn't say everybody. There are definitely people who just prefer abstract thinking and solve everything on a piece of paper. But in general, I think being able to make observations, like so much of science is driven by that, right? By, mm -hmm. by people observing things. It's, it's, it's a natural way to approach, approach science. And it's absolutely to me so wonderful that technology has kind of opened this door to say, to make it so that we can, like Matt said, scale that. You guys got to be proud of yourselves. You're really making an impact, and discovery is going to take it a lot further. And you can see all this. We got to end the show, but you can see all this, everybody, at, at pivotinteractives.com. And on that note, Phil, obviously, discovery is discoveryed.com, but the best place to see this stuff is still Pivot Interactives. Help me there, Phil. That's correct for the time being, uh, and it probably will always be there, but we'll provide new ways to access it over time. So get, get excited. 
Okay, yeah, just go over, everybody, pivotinteractives.com. I mean, it's just amazing. And the, the impact it's going to have now, because I imagine that the discovery sales representatives that get into schools is a bit larger than the pivot group. Would I be correct, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> right, I know them. I know half of them, okay? So they're, they're great people, and they're going to carry this in there. Okay, and this is going to make a this is going to make a huge difference. It's going to make a huge difference for discovery and also for the kids and teachers who use it. Okay, this is key stuff, everybody. And boy, you guys really created something. You should be proud of yourselves. You buy yourselves an extra grande at Starbucks today. Okay, Matt, <laughs> Peter, thanks, Larry, and, and Thank charge you very it much, to Larry. discovery. Charge it to your expense account at discovery. I, I have this all figured out. Okay, Phil, is that okay? Phil, Phil. Totally agree. Charge it up. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. I was thinking for that one. Okay. Be good. Anyway, guys, thanks a million. Okay. Enjoy winter up in Minneapolis and Phil, enjoy it even more down in North Carolina. Okay. Thanks guys. All three of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. much. This was terrific. Be good. Bye-bye and happy holidays. See you later guys. Bye. Okay. Well, good group. I got to tell you, that's great. Pivot international pivot interactives.com. Pivot, P-I-V-O-T, Matt Vonk, Pete Bohasek, two incredible science teachers. Okay, and that was Phil Manny from Discovery Ed. You know them, discoveryed.com. Okay, thank you, Stephen. Good show. That's my buddy Wakefield over at uh, Discovery. We'll archive over at ace-ed.org. Check out all the stuff we do over there. We do have a good time, and we do it all for you. I'm Larry Jacobs. Thanks for listening. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.